Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Crimes, Killers, Cults, and Beer. And Beer. And we're just two crazy Florida men drinking beer and talking about true crimes and all and the idiots that commit these crimes. Yes. And the fact that we're two Florida men talking about it makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yes, it does. So this is episode 25. 25. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to be releasing 23 or 24, 24 <laughs> or whatever, wherever so, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, anyway. I'm just going to, I've got faith in you that you're going to get J Joseph Paul Franklin done and we'll be able to release it um, next weekend. Next week. Yes. Yes. So, it will be done. So therefore this is episode 25. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. The, the quarter century mark. Yay. Yay. We made it to 25. 25. And man, people are digging the Woodstock 99 episode. That's fucking cool, dude. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, people people like the music ones because it's like some of some of the ever since we switched um providers, the the music episodes, the, you know, Norwegian black metal, the Satanic Panic, and now this one, those <laughs> those are getting pretty well received. I mean, you know, the the brand new ones obviously are getting more, but but those Yeah. Those are the ones that people are going back and listening to. So, right hey, on. so you you dig them, we'll keep doing them. In fact, the two yeah, parts yeah. that we have is coming up. That's that's basically it's it's about music. It's not about music itself. It's about a producer and a um, and an artist. But yeah, it's it's music related. <laughs> right on. Hell yeah. So so anyway, that's Todd. And that's Bill. And what are you drinking tonight? Well, you know, due to the uh, nature of what we're discussing this evening, I was looking for a good Scottish beer to drink, but uh, unfortunately, the ABC near me does not have any Scottish beers whatsoever. Flog them. <laughs> yes. So I went back to, well, it's a different one. I don't think I've had this one before, but I've had other ones by this uh, Rogue Brewing Company. I believe they're out of Oregon. Oh, Okay. It is a Imperial India India Pale Ale. It is called Colossal Claude. Colossal Claude? Yes, Colossal Claude. It has, it it has like a, a lovely picture of a sea serpent on it by a lighthouse. It's really cool. Nice. You have to shoot me a picture of that. I'll post it up on, on our social. We're going to start doing that. Whenever you drink these um, specialty beers and everything, shoot me a picture, and we'll put it, put it up on Twitter and Facebook and everything. Maybe you know, maybe some, some of these breweries will see it and sponsor us. There you go. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's really good. And we know what you're drinking, so. <laughs> yep, I'm drinking Bud Light. <laughs> right. So, That's okay. I, got... I, I was drinking Bud Light earlier today, so, you know, it's... It is what it is. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Okay. Um, if you were a serial killer. Okay. Na name a couple things that you wouldn't do. Hmm. In regards to not getting caught. Uh. Hmm. What wouldn't I do? Okay. So like things I would do to not get caught or what wouldn't well, I do that would get me caught? Yeah, that. What wouldn't you do that would get you caught? <laughs> um kill somebody right in front of the police station that's a given <laughs> <laughs> although i'm sure that there's serial killers out there that have done that <laughs> right um well let's see not stay in one place for too long 
Okay, that's a good one. Um, and, and that that ties in. That ties in. But the the most important thing is don't be conspicuous. Yeah. Now this well, that kind of were... that kind of goes with the don't kill somebody in front of the police station, though. I mean, because right. you can't really get much more conspicuous than that. <laughs> this is this is true. <laughs> but we're we're covering tonight. We're covering Angus Sinclair, the Scottish serial killer. Aye. And and he he is probably the most depraved and sadistic piece of shit that we've covered up to this point. Oh man, you know what I just realized? Huh. Today is fucking talk like a pirate day, isn't it? I don't know. You want to try it? No. <laughs> no. You knew what I was going to no, say. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't, because that's just not going to end well. <laughs> that will just not end well, brother. We should have talked like a pirate on the um, count, the Blood Countess Bathory, Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure that toward the end of that we were. <laughs> yeah, it's entirely possible. Because <laughs> we were schnackered. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a little out of control now, or at least I did anyway. I did too. Because remember, you were running late, and I was already about seven beers in because I was working on that song while I was waiting for you to to get oh, ready. Yeah, that's so right. So I was already about um, six or eight beers in when we started, just like you. So <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and then right. The, uh. Then the wheels just fell off. <laughs> hey, we had fun though. But yeah, we're we're covering Angus Sinclair, and he's he's a lesser known lesser known serial killer. And I, yeah, I, I heard about him, and so I ordered the book. The book is on called Sinclair, the World's End Murders Through the Eyes of a Killer, and it's by Ryan Green. Ah. And it's a it's a short, but it's a short but intense read. It's 136 pages, and it's it's it's. It's a good story. It flows really well. It's not like reading a Stephen King book. Well, he looked out the window and he saw a dog. <laughs> and that dog reminded him of his childhood when he was three years old when he stubbed his toe and, and a dog came over and pissed on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, no, it's not like that. It's straight to the point, And that's, that's the types of stories that I like to read. Now, something interesting about this. Um, you know, there, there's a disclaimer at the beginning of it, and it makes me wonder. I, I always thought that how, like, the, these true crime podcasts and everything, they and, and these books as well, I always thought that they got so detailed due to the confessions, you know, during the the questioning, the interrogation stage, and grilling the person. I thought that mm. that's where all these d- details came from. Like, when they go into detail about how, you know, about what the person was doing and all that stuff. Well, right. Apparently, that's not the case. Uh-oh. So there's a disclaimer at the beginning, and I'm only throwing this in there because it's interesting. I went back and looked at the other books that I have. In the um, On the House book about, about Michael mm-hmm. Malloy, that's not in there because that because all the information there came out of court. Ah. Um, the the book, you know, for our two-part episode, it's not in there because all all that came out in court. And, you know, it's... It, but the book... The, the book that I have about um, Joseph Paul Franklin, it's not in it's not in there either. So it makes me wonder. It just makes me wonder how how much of this. I'm going to read the disclaimer to you, and then we're going to dive into it. This disclaimer says this book is about real people committing real crimes. The story has been constructed by facts, but some of the scenes, dialogues, and characters have been fictionalized. 
Okay. So, I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I mean, is that kind of like a, the names of the innocent have been changed or whatever? Yeah. Whatever. What, what they used to say at the beginning of, like, what was it? Uh, law and Dragnet Order. Or whatever. Yeah, Law and Order. The yeah, it's like. Na- the, names have been changed to protect the identity of the, the innocent. innocent or something. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I just thought that was interesting because, like I said, I thought that all of the, you know, I, I thought that that all came from the the serial killer's mouth, you know. Oh. So I, I didn't know that they were, you know, taking creative liberty. But it's fine. I mean, you know, it is what it right. is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it, it's fine. It, it's, they, I guess you have to do that. If you don't do that, then you don't have a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So born on June 7th, 1945. Angus Young, Angus Young, <laughs> Angus Young. I wonder how many times during this episode I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, see, now you got me curious. When was Angus Young born? Just in case. <laughs> Carry oh, on. Didn't you, didn't you say that Angus Young was born in Scotland? Yes, I believe so. Oh, hmm. And then they moved. Then they moved to Australia. To so Australia. I believe. Don't don't hold me to that though. But I believe I heard that somewhere. I'm about to find out. But keep on, carry on. Okay, so he was born to Angus Sinclair Sr. and Mamie. Mamie? M-A-I-M-E. Sinclair. Mammy? Mammy. Hey, Mammy! I could just see him. I could just see him walking walking up to his mom when he was a little kid. And he says, hey, Mammy! Don't you call me. Don't you call me by my first name, you little twat. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I just looked it up. He was born in March thirty first, nineteen fifty five. Oh, okay. In Glasgow. So. Okay. Well, good good thing because Angus Angus Young, we were looking at you, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, this almost turned into a music one again. <laughs> well, a name like Angus. A name like Angus is kind of, you know. I mean, there's no way around it. Yeah, there's not yeah, very many Anguses in the world. <laughs> not that we know of, not famous ones anyway. So, but they they lived in Glasgow, and um, Mammy, <laughs> she she came from a long line of, of of miners, and Glasgow at the time was blanketed with the with dust and with dust from the coal mine. You know, yeah. it was smoggy. And they lived in these tiny, you know, flat buildings, you know, and that were like, cramped and they weren't safe either. They would go up like a tinderbox. Oh. <laughs> that, that, that comes late. So Angus Jr. or Angus Sr. was a handyman type and uh, he, was, he was a hustler, not in a bad way. He was just always looking for work. They were always broke. You know, there just wasn't enough work around. And they didn't mm. have enough food either, to to the point to where they were hungry a lot, and to the point to where Angus Jr. he had stunted growth due to lack of nutrition. Oh boy, so that's pretty serious. Yeah, that's that's bad news. Yeah, that means you're going hungry a lot if it stunts your growth. Mm-hmm. So, but we feel sorry for the kid, not for the adult. Yes, <laughs> yes, that that seems to be our. Uh... Our motto for most of these. <laughs> yeah. Although this guy started early, though, so we, we're we're going to stop feeling sorry for him real soon. <laughs> and 
Angus Jr. got along well with his older brother and his sister, but he wasn't well-liked at all by any of the other kids, you know, like in the neighborhood and whatnot. But Angus Sr.'s health was failing, and they, they thought that it was due to him just being overworked, but he was diagnosed with chronic leukemia. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not good. Especially back then, dude. That's, yeah. yeah well, not, work- it's not good any time, but back in those days. Yeah, but he was, he was working, but he was working, overworking. His, like my dad, my dad, yeah, he, he worked himself into the grave. That, that man would, he would work 12 to 15 hours a day, six days a week. He would have days off, and he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. Sometimes he would just go into work and work <laughs> off the clock. <laughs> just have something to do. Yeah. But, you know, you can't say that he didn't have a good work ethic. That that's very true. That's that that's commendable. Yeah. He eventually died and Angus became a quiet introvert because of that. And and at that point all the kids started bullying him. He was already short and everything and now he's quiet and introverted. So they just went got relentless with him. And kids are fucking assholes, you know? <laughs> yes, yes they can be for sure. So Angus as a teen he became fixated on sex as a release. Well, I'm okay. Name me one teenage boy that wasn't. Well, this goes to extremes. His fantasies became violent. He he wanted to dominate and punish the girls who wanted nothing to do with him. Ah, uh, I see. Like one of those fucking incels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I mean, I'm a perfectly nice guy. If you have to tell me that you're a nice guy, you're not. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's the same thing like when somebody goes, dude, I am a grown-ass man. Like, if you have to tell me that you are, then you obviously aren't. Right. Yeah, I, I had a I had a boss one time. He was like, I'm really easy to get along with. I said, if you have to tell me that, then you're not. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Talking about, you know, so I, I'm a grown-ass man. I've never understood that term, he's a man's man. Yeah. What it means, obviously, is, you know, he's, he's just, he's like an alpha. Yeah. But what it sounds like is he's somebody's bitch. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a, I, he's I, a man's I man. See, I can see it being that way. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hashtag, but I digress. <laughs> he started failing in school. Yeah, and at 13 is when he had his first brush with the law. He had stolen the offerings out of the church's offering box. Wow. And. He was he was brought home by the police, and the church didn't press charges because they they got the money back and they considered the matter closed. Okay, but, but his his mother, as we'll find out later, is an enabler. Yeah. Well, see, okay, here. Now this just goes to be how I feel about God and everything, like, dude. He stole the offerings from the offering box at the church. If there was a God, wouldn't have God had stopped him from doing that? You would think. Yeah, but he didn't. But then, but then again, I mean, God God leaves you to your own devices. Yeah, but then again, too, that's why the, the church didn't press charges because they got the money back. And it's like, all right, well, we stole it from these people anyway, and he stole it from <laughs> us. So I fuck it, we'll just let him go. Could be. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, whatever. I don't. You believe what you want to believe, everybody. I I don't have a issue with it. You know, I'm just it's me personally. But anyway, yeah. moving on. So 
he began robbing people's houses, but the but the area was becoming really bad with crime, so there was a lot of suspects of who was committing these robberies. Which oh, he was fuck. one of them. What's the matter? My second beer exploded too. Oh god. <laughs> Dude, I it's... swear to god, it's like somebody shook that entire fucking six pack that I bought. Dude, I just cracked it open. I barely fucking cracked it open and it just started pouring fucking out of there. You've only got six beers? Yeah, dude. But they're fucking like, what is this one? I forgot what this one was. Where is it? It was pretty high. It's like eight yeah, something. But, yeah, but this is a long episode. I've got it's 15 right. pages of notes here. Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> so I forget what this one is. It's like eight something. But yeah, so I only, I only bought a six pack. Well, that's all oh. I can remember is six pack. But you've got more oh. Bud Light, right? No, I'll be fine. Okay. Well, Trust just... me, dude. I'm not slamming these. I mean, yeah, nurse them. <laughs> I'm not, dude. It's like, dude. It took me 20 minutes to drink the first one. Oh, okay. I guess we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there there was a lots of suspects and everything, and he he would be caught several times, and he would be beaten as punishment. Who who beat him? Was it was it his mom? Or was it the police? Or did somebody catch him in his, in his house and just beat the shit out of him? I don't know. I mean, with what you said earlier, I doubt it would be his mom. I know. that, And that's why that's why I'm kind of raising my eyebrow at this, because it's like I, I, left, I left something out in my, in my notes. I, I'm, I'm sure the answer to that question is somewhere in that book. But. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, I mean, dude, if I had to guess, I don't think it would be his mom with what you said earlier. So. Right. Probably, I would say probably the people's houses that he broke into. Either, you know, maybe some of them caught him and beat him, or the cops just fucking beat him just for shits and giggles. Yeah, well, I mean, some places, you know, have corporal punishment as laws, and we're talking, you know, we're talking, we're we're in the forty-five, we're in the mid fifties here here at this point. So yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, dude, did you ever see what's that movie? Uh, with Kevin Costner, uh, the Al Capone movie, The Untouchables. Yeah. I mean, dude, Sean Connery played a fucking Scottish beat cop there and there, dude. And that, they called them beat cops not because they walked a beat, but because they like to beat on people. <laughs> true. Or at least Connery's character did in that movie. I don't know how true any of that is, so whatever. He quit school at age 15, and he started working, unloading and loading vans, and making well you know a little bit of money that's a respectable job yeah it is but he used it to stalk people yeah he used it to um what did btk what did btk call it troll troll he used it to troll you know to trolling for victims well why not i mean if you're so inclined that's the perfect job to have true yeah i'm surprised there aren't more more truck drivers that are serial killers yeah, right. like, uh, dude, that's the thing, though. There probably are. We just don't know about we them We just don't yet. know about them yet, yeah. <laughs> because they get away with all that shit. There's several. Yeah, there's two that I can think of. There's three that I can think of right off the bat that were serial serial killer truck drivers, and I'm sure we'll get to them at some point, especially, you know, considering my line of work. Yeah, you'll, you'll, be, able to, you'll be able to make fun of me. And, so, and <laughs> well, this, this is why you said you didn't want me to, you know, I couldn't go with you. Couldn't take a ride with you. You got some girl chained up in the back of oh, yeah, your cab. Right? 
<laughs> so, dude, uh, dude, are there any like serial killer chefs? I wonder. Because uh, you know that that because that's what I do, and I don't ever remember hearing Robert about Hansen. Him, I, Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen. Um, was he like a chef, chef, or was he just a? He was a baker. That's not a chef, dude. That's different. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll look it up later. Move on. We got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. And a short time to get there. <laughs> yeah. We're eastbound. Just watch old bandit run. <laughs> so on, on one of his routes, he noticed an eight-year-old eight, year, eight year old girl playing alone. Uh-oh. He, yeah. He, he, he got her to follow him into an alley where he pinned her against the wall and molested her. And he left her there, and then he went home. And then the the police came, and he was arrested. And the harshest sentence that he could get as a kid on his first offense was three years on parole. And yeah, and if he got busted again, then he he would yeah have to do some time. Yeah, because at the time, oh, yeah, boy. He, yeah, he's only fifteen at this point. So, what do you think happens next? Oh God. He comes to a realization <laughs> about something. That, oh, what, that he enjoyed doing what he did to that poor little eight-year-old girl? No. Well, he, well, yeah, that, that, but he had a, he had a epiphany about something. Because oh. he, he had just gotten caught. And he got let go, so he thought he was invincible. He realized that the only reason that he got caught was because the little girl was able to ID him. Oh, because he left her alive. Yeah. Right. So Sorry, was, I did. I, I was. I was trying to make that leap. I was. I. I. I knew that <laughs> that's what it was, and I was trying to get there, but I. Did, I couldn't make it. It was too far away. I couldn't leap that far. <laughs> Not this so, time, anyway. So now he's he's 16 years old, and soon he he saw seven-year-old Catherine um, Rehill. He had he hadn't been committing any crimes because of his probation, but the urges were getting to him. They always do. Yep, he his dark passenger. Yeah, them urges will be your fucking downfall. Yep, our theme music is a song <laughs> called "It's My Song Called Dark Passenger." Yes, <laughs> and it's written about Dexter. True story. <laughs> Well, the the fact that his song is written about Dexter is a true story. Dexter is not a true story. Right. Exactly. But if you haven't seen Dexter, you really should fucking invest in Showtime and watch that shit because it's fucking amazing. Well, the the uh, all of the all of the older seasons are on um, Amazon Prime. Um, it's just the the new. If you want to see the brand new one that they released last year, that you got to get Showtime for that one. But all all of the. Yeah, you you start watching that, you will get hooked on it, and you. Oh, I know, to... I did. I was totally <laughs> friggin' hooked on it. Like, yeah, I love. I wasn't even gonna watch it. My wife started watching. I'm like, "What are you watching? It's a show called Dexter. He kills people." And I'm like, "Huh?" He's a vigilante. So I, I um, just, I stopped my, and I started. I'm like, "Dude, keep it going. Keep playing this. Don't stop." My, my ex wife, uh, my ex wife got me into that that show as well. And at, at first, cause I'm like, "What the hell are you watching?" And it just, it just, at first, it just looked like some cheesy crime drama. And I started watching it. I'm just like, because she had bought the DVDs, oh. and so I'm like, "All right." Well, I I came in like somewhere like halfway through season one, and I watched the episode and everything. I'm like, "This is cool." Or all right, and it was restart. in Florida. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we're supposed to be in Florida. Yeah, but it was in California. Well, some of it was filmed in Florida. The the external shots where nobody had to be seen in it was, but every time they, they sh- you saw them driving a car or the, the actor actors got in and out of cars, all the cars have front license plates, and we don't have to have that in Florida. No, but that but that um, that building that was their police headquarters or whatever that's in California. That lighthouse that's across the the bay that that shown several times that's in California. Uh-huh. You yeah. know you would. You would think that they would have at least gotten the lighthouse, you know, kept the lighthouse out of there because that's obvious, an obvious landmark that. Yeah. You know, or just wow. do like, like, just do like, you know, take B-roll, send the fuck, send the fucking second crew out to fucking film external shots of stuff. Well, that episode when he went, when he went up to, um, when he went up into into like Zephyr Hills because he had, you know. He had inherited that house. When yeah. they're when they're going up there, they they stopped at um at this this park that's right in front of Lake Okeechobee, and I recognized it because I've driven by it a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that's 27 by Lake Okeechobee. <laughs> right. So that, but you know what I mean though. For, yeah, some of it was, but for the most part, I mean, dude, anytime you see a car in Florida with a front license plate on it, that is a Florida state. license plate. That doesn't say like go Knowles or go Finns or whatever. That Speaking front license plate is on there because they're filming in California and they just don't know the difference. They think that everybody needs a front license plate. Yeah. Speaking of the Dolphins, twenty-one point comeback. You know they they, they were twenty-one points down. I know. I heard about that, bro. <laughs> I watched that game, and I know better. I I don't. I'm not one of these people that turns it off. You know, because right. I, I I was at. The, I was at the last game where they played. It was in 2005. Buffalo had a huge lead on them, and they were down 21 points, and they came back and won. I was there at that game, so I know you don't leave. It's not over till it's yeah. over. And um, no, dude, I, yeah. I heard about that game. It sounded fucking amazing, and I, I'm like listening to it. I mean, I'm listening to like the aftermath on the radio while I'm driving. I'm like, oh, I bet Bill's happy about that. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, that yeah, but people are gonna be like. You know, when this episode's released, they're going to be like, that was two weeks ago. Well, yeah, because we're two weeks ahead. (laughs) We're in the future now. Yeah. And no, I don't know what the friggin' lotto numbers are. We're we're in now now. (laughs) What is this? This is now. (laughs) What? We're in now now. We're in now. When? This now. <laughs> when? <laughs> now. Anytime I can get a freaking Spaceballs reference into a podcast, yeah, it's a good, it's got, a good day. Yeah, Spaceballs reference in. <laughs> There's a lot of them in digressions. There's a few yeah. of them in Crime Skillers, Cults, and Beer. <laughs> eh, I got one last week. You did? <laughs> was it, well, yeah, last week or the week before. Whatever, yeah, whichever. Re- recently. I don't even know. So, but anyway. Yeah. Anywho, hashtag. But we digress. Um, at, he believed that it wasn't his fault that the that he was attracted to the young girls. Uh oh. No, he, it is his fault. But anyway. yeah, he blamed the girls for he he blamed the girls that were his own age for not being interested in him. It's their fault. He's just a victim. Oh my <sighs> God. Okay. No. No. It's not okay. But. All right. 
Oh God, dude! I just I don't. I mean, why? I mean, I know I know why kids because they're they're small and you can totally take advantage of them and overpower them and do what you want. But no, dude, fuck. Yeah, I don't even see how I, I, it just doesn't compute in my brain. You know, looking at a child and getting turned on, it just it, I, no, I can't I cannot fathom that. And it's just like it's like what the what the fuck? It's like even even you know even like fourteen year old girls and everything, they're they're still they look like a a woman, they're but children. they're but they <laughs> but you can still see the child in their faces. Oh yeah. Yeah, the 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 immaturity dude, and, dude, and I mean I I have dude, I mean fuck dude. Well, I'm 52, dude. I mean, dude, looking at somebody that's even like 35 is like, oh, you're way too young for me, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. You know, know what I mean? And it, it's just I mean, granted, uh, how old is he now? 15 or 16? But that's still he's, dude, he's these 16. are children. Fuck you. You're still a child. You don't what the fuck. Well, you're 52. If, uh, you know, a four-year age difference would be somebody who's 48 years old. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that that's normal. My, my, you know, Amy is four yeah. years younger than me. So, but I didn't meet Amy when I was 16. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know, but, dude, we went there. But anyway, moving on. Please move on. Yeah. But the thing is, is because of his stunted growth, he actually looked like a kid. Oh. At the time. See, yeah. I knew that fucking starving to death as a child stunt of growth bullshit was going to come up back up. <laughs> yeah. Skipping ahead a little bit, but he winds up being a freaking ladies' man when, in his, you know, as an adult. Oh, did he, I don't did know. he finally get a growth spurt? Was he drinking some no, uh, he protein didn't, shakes he, or something? He, he didn't. He didn't get a. He didn't get a growth spurt. But um, but it, let's just say that he filled out norm. You know, he filled out good and. You know, he was a good-looking short man, basically, and he developed a he developed a wicked freaking um, game. You know where <laughs> he, he was really good. He he was a pickup artist, and right which, on. Is cra- which is it's kind of hard to believe. You know, at this point in the story, you know, because right now he sounds he sounds like just like a little like a little fucking twerp, and at this point he is, but yeah, he a little but, fucking rapist. Yeah. I don't care if he grew whatever. I mean, dude, he probably had to grow up and develop game because he was so fucking short. Like, dude, you know, like, dude, you're borderline fucking midget, boy. Stay away from me. Yeah. So he he gave he gave Catherine a a penny, and asked her to go to the store and get them both a candy bar. With a penny? Oh wait, it's nineteen nineteen fifty something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. So. She did, and she she brought it back to him, and then she went in back into the little flat building, and he he followed her, and he he went to his flat and he invited her in, saying it's just like hey the chocolate's gonna melt because it, it was they were they were going through like a major heat wave at that time, yeah, and of course they didn't in have Scotland? air conditioning, huh? In Scotland? Yeah, it was like it was like. According to the book, it was like in the high nineties. It was just a unseasonable, you know. It was in just Scotland. In Scotland. <laughs> no, dude, it's like constantly cold in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, I know, but hey, it's you know, I mean, fuck, even past... England, dude. Well, England got a crazy hot summer this this. Oh, past, I know, it got up to seventy four degrees, and they all died. <laughs> Well, it it was freaking hot, but so so he's like, oh, the chocolate might melt. So um, so 
the girl, she's like, no. So she she runs, but he he grabs her by the arm and she fought him, and and then he he smacked her and blood ran down her nose, and he dragged her into his flat and then he molested her. And she was screaming the whole time, and when he was done, he formed a ligature and he strangled her. Yeah, he he wasn't expecting to enjoy. The killing, you know, the killing process, but he did. And well, he was, like, course. totally orgasmic over it. Ugh. So then after she was dead, he threw her down the stairs. And then he went back to his, his flat, and he started crafting his story in case someone saw him talking to her. He decided that he was going to be pissed off because she ran off with his money and his candy bar. And that was the last time that he saw her. That that was, was his, his story. <laughs> his, his penny. That that no, I mean no lie, dude. In that time, dude, that that penny that he probably worked three or four days to get. So yeah. <laughs> but that that was a story. So. Um, all right, so, I can get that. I mean, so I see short, it. Shortly, shortly after that, you know, like two women found the girl. Obviously, as as you, as you would, because I mean, it's a freaking apartment building. Yeah, like yeah, that, it, that's. I mean. So. Now this this part's kind of weird. Remember I was talking about don't be conspicuous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he sticks his head out because he 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 can hear you know like people talking in the in the hallway, you know at the, in the in the stairwell. So he sticks out. He sees the the two women on there, and he's just like, um, he's like, he just blurts out. He's like, I'll go call an ambulance. <laughs> you know. That's like the arsonist showing up to the scene of the fire and calling the fire department. Right. <laughs> It's like, um, it's like, Holy fuck. you know, the my mentality of these fucks is just beyond me. I know. And, and the thing, it's like, you know, if, if I, if, if it had been me, which it wouldn't have been, but if, if it had been me, you know, I, I would have stuck my, oh my God, what the hell happened? I wouldn't even have stuck my head out, dude. Don't even fucking put yourself into it. Right. That, that give, too. The, give the police no reason to question you. Nah, bitch ran off with my uh, with my penny. I yeah. came up, I came I came back up here and I was and I was just you know, I was just doing my old thing. I've been in my apartment ever since. Yeah, don't don't give them a freaking reason to check into your story. I mean, yeah, if they ask you, if they ask you, yeah, but yeah, but you but know don't what? put don't, yourself don't, into the story. Don't put yourself into the story. Yeah, don't put yourself into the investigation for no fucking reason. He he called the ambulance and then ran back up to his room. So, Catherine's family decided that Angus had done it, and they went to go looking for him. Oh, you know there there were rumors about that other little girl that, you know, it, it, that that he had done it. Oh yeah. Oh, about the one that he let live and and got it right. busted. Right. But they were. Oh. But it it, it had kind of get it had kind of been kept quiet. Because of the fact that he was, you know, so young at the time, and yeah. so, but there were, but there were rumors floating around. And Catherine's family, they they put together a posse. Oh, they were good going, for them. They they were, they were going to they were they were going to find him and they were going to kill him. But well, you know, okay. And, Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, I'm guessing by the fact that you have like probably. Ten more pages of notes that we that wasn't the end of this. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Angus bolted, but po- the police caught him shortly later and arrested him. Yeah, he he stuck to his story, but his older brother didn't buy the story, and he confessed. He convinced him to confess. So, and, and so he starts going over this in his head, and his reasoning for confessing was, you know, he'd be safe from Catherine's family if he was in jail. And if he, <laughs> and if he was, and if he was in jail, then he would get a lighter sentence. You know what? That's that's that sound. Uh, that's sound that's, logic. That is sound logic. Yes, that's the that's where that's the words I was groping for there. <laughs> that is sound logic. You'll be safe from them in jail, and they'll probably go easier on you. So just confess right. and turn yourself in. Right, but you know he wasn't. Yeah, you know, I'm sure his brother didn't come at him with uh, with the aspect of oh, you'll be safe from the family, but he probably did come at him with the well, they'll go, you'll get a lighter sentence if you confess, and that's that's true. If you confess, the, like in, you know, if if you're in Florida and you and you're a murderer and they're looking for the death penalty, if you confess to it, then you know, they then Most you know, of the more times, often than yeah. not, death penalty gets taken off the table. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. You make a plea deal, and that shit happens. But right. you got to have a good attorney for that, dude. Because like, if, right, dude. If you're just some scumbag with a public defender, <laughs> there's no way the death penalty's coming off the table. <laughs> well, not only that, I, you get somebody like um like Ted Bundy and all the shit that he did. There's death penalty, regardless of if, yeah. if you confess or not. But you know, because of the place that we live, you'll get to live in prison for. Years, hundred fucking years before we actually kill you, right? <laughs> You'll probably die of natural causes before we get around to executing you because of where like, we live. But hey, it is what it is. Like William Cruz, our third yeah. episode, our third episode. But you know what I mean, because you know the criminals have rights and they have to get all their appeals, and sometimes it takes twenty years to file an appeal, and yeah, so he gets to live twenty years in prison. On the taxpayers' money, three hots in a cot, and all the sex he doesn't want. <laughs> on the taxpayers' just... dime, dude. It's like, dude, you're found guilty. You are sentenced to death. Fire up the fucking chair. They should just bring back. Um, they should just bring back firing squad. Firing squad. Public execution, dude. I guarantee well, it... you, public execution will stop ninety well, percent uh, of the crime. What the reason I say firing squad is because how how much does how much does a bullet cost? Like seventy five cents a bullet. Nowadays. No, dude, it's a lot nowadays, dude. Oh. But after after Angus confessed, uh, his his older brother disowned him, and good on him. The court decided that Angus was mentally impaired and therefore not culpable for the for this murder. What? Come on now. Yeah. So he got ten years. And didn't he, he confess? Was, he he confessed. Uh, yeah, I don't understand it either. Dude, this is making my brain hurt. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay carry on. Whatever. Let's. So he was terrified in prison because, you know, he he thought that everybody knew what he he had done, and obviously they don't like, you know, people who mess yeah. with kids in prison. <laughs> it's like I said earlier, right? Three hots at a cot and all the sex you don't want. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't even notice him. They took him in, and they started his education at Prison University. Oh, you know, see, they they felt sorry for him because he was tiny. Mm-hmm. But I see. 
other sex offenders were like giving them techniques on how not to get caught and all that stuff, but you're in prison. Uh, you're in prison, so why are you giving me information on how not to get caught? Obviously, yeah, right? Which, 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 what you're telling me obviously didn't work for you. <laughs> yeah, this is obviously not good information. <laughs> well, I learned. I learned from my mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, fuck. Oh, boy. So, so he was a model prisoner. Of course. And he was released after seven years for good behavior. All right. So, upon his release, he moved to Edinburgh. and Edinburgh. He got Edinburgh. Say it and right. He, he, You're going to piss off the Scottish people that listen to us if you don't say it right. Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, Edinburgh. So, uh, uh, upon his release, he moved to Edinburgh. And he got a job at a place ne- uh, near... The, the World's End Pub. And I, now this... So dude, I love that. Is that place still there? Because I want to go there. I think it... Actually, I think it is. I think it if is. If it is, we're going there, dude. Yeah. I... I definitely. I I definitely... I think I think it is there. Because it's been there for a long time. Dude, but, I don't even care. It's because that's where this guy ended up. I just want to go to a place called The World's End. The reason it's called The World's End is because it's next to the Royal Mile. The Royal Mile is where... It's like a like an upscale place, mm. you know, and then the, um, you know, the, the other side of it is like, is like the, you know, the wrong, the other side of the tracks, you know, yeah. the, like the, the rundown and the West end pub sits right there, like right near the dividing line. So, um, you know, it, so it is the world's end, wor- for world's the end pub. Yeah, exactly. It's it, really, really interesting, really cool. And I think that it is still there. I should have looked into that find out before we did this episode but don't worry about it your partner in crime is doing it right now bro awesome so carry he, on he my wayward son uh, okay he, uh, he we got the movie the world's end no I'll, I'll shut up just go just type in the world's end pub scotland no it's the world's end bar edinburgh traditional visit yeah. Scotland. is it there is it still uh, open i don't know hold on okay so he he met his future wife Sarah Hamilton. She was studying to be a nurse, and she was at World's End Pub when they met. And and he actually he eventually convinced her to move in with him, and they got married at the register of office in a lovely ceremony where they signed a piece of paper. Well, that's <laughs> uh, all a wedding is anyway. Yeah, I mean that's the only but, part that matters is signing that piece of paper. Right. So. He told Sarah and her family that he had done time, but yeah, but he kind of exaggerated it. Yeah, he he told her that the killing was it was an accident. Uh, of course, and it his, was. His story changes later, but we'll get there. Yeah, at, at first they had a good marriage, um, and and two years in they had a son, Gary. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> what did Gary do? He didn't do anything. Oh, no, it's not Gary, but it's Carl. But you know what I mean? The fucking, the meme. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Carl. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, like, dude, Gary's like, Gary's the same as Carl. So, like, fuck you, Gary. <laughs> so, he he got into photography, but he wouldn't let anyone see his work. Gee, yeah, I he, wonder why. Yeah. He, he sold paintings 
And then he bought an ice cream truck. No. No, no, no. Please tell me. Oh, God damn, dude. This is worse than any kind of bad fucking movie I could ever watch. I told you this is the sickest depraved fuck that we've covered yeah. so far. Oh, and, and for the record, it's the world's end bar now, but yes, it is still there. Awesome. So we're we're gonna we're gonna take a take a trip over there. We're gonna we're gonna go to London, we're gonna go to Edinburgh, we're gonna go to Stonehenge, um we're we're gonna go see all that shit and then we're gonna you know it, Yeah, fuck yeah. I, that's on my yeah, bucket list was to go over there. I'd you know, that just I, Dude, we're, we're gonna go we're gonna go over there, we'll fly into London, we'll fucking rent motorcycles and we'll just fucking drive all over fucking Great Britain. Sounds like a plan to me. We'll fucking roll into Wales. We'll do all kinds of shit, dude. We'll just we'll have to be over there for like a fucking month, so you better start saving. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know what? I'm totally, I'm totally down with that. I mean, I it's just if you if you're gonna do it, do it right. Fuck yeah, dude. Whatever. If we rent motorcycles or rent a car or whatever, dude, we're driving from. We'll we'll we'll, meet, we'll get to London. We'll fucking hang out there. We'll. Do the circle and get stuck in it. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> I want to take a. I want to go on the tour of the tower, the Tower of London. Well, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do all that shit, man. Yeah, we'll do all. The, we'll do all the tourist shit, and then we'll go to other places that maybe aren't so touristy, and yeah. see what kind of shit we can get into. <laughs> yeah, and and we'll have some drinks at the World's End Bar. <laughs> dude, we're gonna have drinks all over that fucking country, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hell yeah! There's not going to be one fucking sober day spent in that place. Are you kidding me? Hell no. But okay, so it, it you know if you live over there in you know England or Scotland or whatever or Wales or yeah you know, just BillZillaProd at gmail dot com. You know, it, T- tell us where to go. Tell us where to go, and hell, we might if once we build up our listenership to where we have like uh, one of these huge followings and stuff like that. You know, oh, dude, maybe, the record shit's coming do, with us, dude. We are gonna do a podcast while we're there too. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and we'll we'll do we'll we'll put together an event. We'll do an event or whatever. Hell yeah, yeah dude! No, dude, it'll be fine, dude. We'll yeah, have to dude, rent a, I'm I'm all fucking down about that, dude. We'll have to rent a PA, but that's no big deal. I'm dude, sure there's backline places dude, there. Dude, we're gonna have to buy shit when we get there, dude. They use totally different electricity over there. We just buy a converter. Why would I get buy all new gear? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, you just get a converter. <laughs> an Where's adapter. the fun in that when I could have new stuff? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to bring it over here and use it. You'd have to get an, right, you'd have to get an adapter. <laughs> <laughs> just get the fucking adapter while we're over there. Use the shit we already have. That new all computer right. that you're going to buy over there just because it's got that weird looking plug on it and everything. Yeah, yeah that, that dude. It's that's like, going to that. That's gonna take that's gonna take money out of your fun to have fun while we're there. Oh, dude, you don't realize how much money I'm bringing on this trip. <laughs> oh, that's oh shit. Money is not gonna be an issue, bro. <laughs> I love you, bro. I forgot I about that. Too, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he he would sell ice cream to young kids. And <sighs> yeah, everything seemed good on the surface, but he started having affairs 
And when he got caught, he would cry and swear it would never happen again. Yeah, they, these women that he had affairs with were outlets for his sexual obsessions. Uh, uh, sexual obsessions. I bit my tongue. Uh-huh. Um, the, these, you know, Sarah worked nights. You know, so he would be able to just <laughs> do whatever the hell he wanted to. He, yeah. He, on, on top of the ice cream truck, he he bought a camper van. Oh my god. Which he had bought it with his brother-in-law, Gordon. And the the two would pick up women. They would take them back to the van, and both would have sex with them. And these excursions, yeah, they they were they were just fishing trips, according to Angus and Sarah. Believed it because Gordon, being a good wingman, he backed up the stories. Oh God, a good wingman, but a piece of shit brother, right? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so he's got an ice cream truck, a fucking van. Camp, a camper van, yeah. And uh, what else does he need for the trifecta of child molesting serial killers? There's got to be one more thing, right? His, his photography equipment. There it is. Yep. <laughs> we, have, we have the trifecta of fucking kitty fiddler fucking serial killers. So... Oh, fuck but but the thing, you know, the question that I asked to start about, you know, about being inconspicuous, a yeah. fucking camper van. Well, you know, you, he would drive. Really be fishing. He would. He would drive down to the. Um, he would drive to these bars. Just like park the camper van on the street. And yeah. I'm sorry. It, it, I I don't know. I I I'm, I might be getting ahead of myself here, and I probably am. If you meet a girl at a bar. And you're like, okay, yeah. come on, you know, come back to my house. Okay, and you, you seduce her and all that stuff. And you're like, okay, well, let's go back to my place. Well, I need a ride. Okay, uh, yeah, you ride with me. And we walk up to a fucking camper van. No, dude, that's where you just go. That's where you just get real smooth. This is my house. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean. Just saying. But then again, then again, look at the time that we're in. It's like yeah. people don't think about serial killers and everything like that. Yeah. Hell, even during the seventies, people were hitchhiking all over the freaking country. Yeah, you know, because there was all, no all internet. The there, there was no internet. There was no Facebook. No TikTok to fucking warn you about all this crap. Right. And you know, and our, and our parents they weren't doing shit back. I mean, not that they weren't doing shit, but they weren't concerned about such things because, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, I remember, remember, like, dude, I remember in the 70s, it was like, during, like, summer vacation from school, dude, I could, I'd leave the house at sunup, go riding on my bike, and I had to be home by dark. No cell phone, no helmet. Right. No nothing, dude. No way to fucking get my mom to get a hold of me, me to get a hold of her, nothing, dude. And I'd always, you know, when I showed back up at dark, when the streetlights came on, dude, that was it. Yep. You know, if you didn't make it back by dark, then there was an <laughs> issue. Yeah, but... Or, or like, um, you know, I can remember a friend of mine, uh, when I was when I was a kid, you know, he he would, his his dad his dad would step outside and just like he he's one of these people that could do those like super ear piercing loud whistles, oh, you know, yeah. and he would just whistle, and my mom was just like, okay, whenever he steps out and whistles, that's when you got to come home too. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Fair enough. And you could hear you could hear it all the way down the street. It was that freaking loud. Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, now now that now that we've proven how old we fucking are. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, you you said that you were fifty two. I know, I know. I told my age, but I just proved it then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could I'm have been 40. making that up. Nobody knows. I'm forty nine, but whatever. Eh, it is what it is, dude. We're having fun. We do what we do. Yep. But Age is only a number. <laughs> Sex wasn't enough. He his his need for violence was starting to resurface. So he started mugging people and robbing them. He beat one woman's face in with a fucking hammer and then took her purse. Um, he attacked a he had attacked another man. He attacked a man with an axe and took his watch. Oh really? Wow. And with an axe just to take his watch, dude. That's just that's take a bit extreme, don't you think? Well, what if it was a Rolex? Um, that's still a bit extreme. <laughs> An axe? Just pull a knife <laughs> yeah. on him and just fucking take this shit. You fucking yeah. kill a guy with a fucking axe just to take his watch? <laughs> and it probably well, wasn't a Rolex. I mean, dude, we're talking about Scotland here. It's probably a fucking, like, Timex or something. <laughs> so, he anyway, then started... You know what I mean. He then started... I'm not bashing Scotland, I promise. I love Scotland. <laughs> so, he then started selling porn. Selling yeah, porn? Selling or porn. making remember, porn. He, he's a photographer. So he was making uh, porn and then selling it. Well, he had a he had a, a porn distributor that he would sell the pictures to. Yeah, so he was yeah, cuz like, like I yeah. said he cuz like I said he came up with a game. Yeah, you know, he 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 had game. He was able to yeah. like trick these women into into posing nude for him. Yeah. And and of course not all of these women were legal. Well, of course not. It is the, what is it? Is it the '60s by now, or are we still in the '50s? No, we're in the '60s now. Okay, see, I lose track. I, I fucking we <laughs> we start going off on digressions, and I just totally lose track of what year we're in. <laughs> but he he decided that he wanted violence and sex at the same time. Oh my God! Did he start BDSM? <laughs> <laughs> no, because in BDSM. You have the safe word. I don't think he was into safe words. Yeah, probably not. But you know what I mean. It's, it's kind of yeah. sounded like this is direction he's heading. Well, and I and I don't know when BDSM was fucking invented. I don't know. I'm just just saying it was just. Well, buckle up because now it's going to get dark. Oh god damn, dude! No, it can't get any more dark. He's already fucking fiddling with kids and taking fucking naked pictures and selling it. And gets uh, much worse. Gets much worse. Like I said, this is the most depraved Why do you do this to me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's have it. Let's go. So his first victim was Frances Baker. A 30, she was 37 years old. She was pretty. Wow, and he went in the complete opposite direction, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So after work, she decided to go out to a bar and have, you know, for some drinks. As you would after work. Yeah. So... Angus, you know, he hit on her. And then as she's leaving, he pulls up next to her in the van. And he said he was going to give her a ride. Um, He said that he was going to give her a ride to another bar. She agreed. And 
you know, she she knew she knew this guy, but she she knew that he was married and she didn't want anything from him other than company. Yeah, that's what they all say. So she gets into the van, and um, and he they they start driving down, and all, all of a sudden he goes somewhere else. And so he he stops on the side of the road. He drags her into the back of the van and he rapes her. And then he strangled her as he was raping her. Uh, yeah. And he would loosen his grip and let her breathe and then squeeze again, oh all while goodness. still all while still raping her. That's fucked up. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he he finally kills her after torturing her for. Lord knows how long, and he tosses her body in some bushes next to the, next, you know, next to the street, and she wasn't discovered for sixteen days. What? Dude, what kind of street was this? Obviously not a popular street. No, it was a back road. All right, but you know, I mean, dude, well, considering the first girl he killed, he just tossed her down the fucking stairs. It's like, dude, you're leaving the bodies out in the fucking open here, bro. You need to fucking tighten up. Well, you remember, you know, he he had a, you know, he had a degree in from prison university too. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, all the people in prison telling him what to do, like because you know it works so well for me. Yeah, but well, you got to also say, <laughs> but you got to you got to figure Sorry. these people in prison, these these people in prison is just like, okay, well, this is what this is what I did, and I wound up here. This is how I would have done things differently. You know, all so right. there you go. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not the way it happened. Well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. We'll never know. You know. So th- there was no. They known... just wanted him to come back because they knew he was going to get out. So they're telling him how to fuck up so he gets back there. So they go. So they can you're back, ass, buddy. Ass rape him some more. Yeah. <laughs> come here, see little that man. Chocolate starfish. Bend over. <laughs> I bend, bend over, nice little man. Was <laughs> <laughs> that Fletch? Yeah. <laughs> So what are your names, Neil and Bob, or is that just what you do? So there, there was. <laughs> I know, dude. It's this. This is going off the tracks way too soon. <laughs> so there was a known rapist in in the area named Thomas Young, and oh, uh, Angus Young, dude, we Angus made the connection. Young. Yep. <laughs> so. Oh God, we both got there at the exact same time. I know, right? <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> but, but he he had he had been convicted of rape and he had done his time and and was released. And but he was an, arrested and convicted of, you know, Francis Baker's murder. Yeah. And Young died in prison, and he always maintained his innocence. Yeah. Well, and, they all do. Well, he didn't do it. A- Most did. of them do. No. A- Angus did. But so he's feeling invincible after after this and he got away with it and someone else got charged with it. He's like, "Oh, hell yeah. I'm a indestructible freaking monster. I can do whatever the yeah, hell I want. Untouchable. They can't prove nothing. They can't make nothing stick to me. Whatever. They will eventually, motherfucker, I hope. Yep. Oh, they do. The next victim, Anna Kinney. This was in Glasgow at the Hurdy Gurdy Pub. Anakin <laughs> Skywalker? 
Yeah. Wait, I no, if... he became Darth Vader. He didn't. He didn't. Never mind. I'm fucking around, oh. dude. I'm being stupid. Oh. I wonder. If, I wonder if he likes sand. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I, I was laughing at the name of the pub, and you're laughing at um her. Yeah. Anakin, Anakin, dude. Come on, dude. Like you didn't get that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Like that never occurred to you? No, <laughs> it, it didn't. See, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and yeah, I'm on fire tonight, boy. Can't make fun of the victim, though. Come on, I'm man. I'm not making fun of her, dude. I'm just. When you said so. that, I heard An- all I heard was Anakin. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, so it, it was. In Glasgow, it was at the Hurdy Gurdy Pub, and if that's still there, then we're going there too. Fuck yeah! Uh, <laughs> and it was a it was a popular single spot. It was like kind of like the local meat market, oh, you know. Right on. Anyway, Anna was twenty years old, and and she was with a friend that night, Wilma Sutherland, and they were out on, on a girls' night out. They weren't looking to hook up initially. They, Bullshit. They just, yeah, right. <laughs> when they your old lady said you're having a girls' night out, they're trying to hook up. They're yeah, but but they just wanted. Sorry, to Sorry, Amy, if you're listening to this, but that's just <laughs> the way it is. They just wanted to have fun because you know why? Because girls, they want to have fun. <laughs> I went there. Yeah, they want to have fun and funds too. So you know. <laughs> so two men walk up to her or to them, and. One starts hitting on Wilma, but, you know, like hitting on her hard. And this, is, of course, was Gordon. But I bet he had a Scooby-Doo fetish, huh? <laughs> Just saying. Fred or no, no, Scooby-Doo was Velma, not Wilma. Velma. Wilma Come on, man. Come on. You've got to get these things right. I messed up my cartoons, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Velma is Scooby Doo, Wilma is Flintstone. So he had a Flintstone right. fetish, <laughs> right? So Gordon is hitting on Wilma hard, and but the the guy who was talking to Anna, he was you know obviously Angus, Angus and Anna, you know he, he was just being laid back, you know chill. That sounds like the name of a fucking romance movie, Angus and Anna. Angus, Angus and Anna. <laughs> Well, it could have been in a in an alternate universe. Yeah, but, but we're not in that universe. So. No, we're not. We're let's in, get to the goods. Yeah. So, you know, later, last call was called, and he asked Anna to walk with him. You know, just go take a walk with him, and she agreed. And she left Wilma with Gordon. She and Gordon had been like annoying the shit out of her the entire night. It's it, like the the guy who's hitting on a woman that just doesn't let up and can't pick up on the the fact that the woman wants nothing to do with him. Right, he can't see the signs. Right, he wouldn't open up his mind either. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh god damn it! All right, go on. I wasn't even so, thinking that, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but. You know, Wilma was able to get a cab and get the hell away from Gordon. Thankfully, but dude, was her cabbie's name Fred? I don't know. <laughs> sorry, but, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. But Anna and Angus they walked together to the street. 
to the camper van, and she told him she just wanted to go home. And Angus played along, you know, like being, you know, the fake gentleman and everything. He offers her a ride. So she finally agreed to, to go with him into the camper van. Yes, here, come take a ride with me in the kitty fiddler, even though you're not a kid, so you're going to be safe. No, this is the murder van. The ice cream truck is the kitty diddler. Yeah, you know what I mean now. So, so he, you know, she, she got in and she gave him directions to her place and then she kind of passed out a little bit. And when she woke up, when she woke up, they were heading out of town. And he he just does the whole, oops, I must have took a wrong turn. Oh, God. He took the wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> but Or Sterling. I hear there's a bridge there. Yeah, it's not a whole battlefield. It's just a bridge. <laughs> so she didn't buy it. And then... She, and then she tried she tried to get him to stop and let her out. And this is when the fucking monster comes out on he he says, You aren't going anywhere, you wee bitch. Just shut up and sit still. And that tried to unbuckle her seatbelt and Angus grabbed her and pinned her to the chair and she screamed and he grabbed her breast and squeezed the shit out of it. And he told her to shut up or it would be more than a squeeze. Oh. He ripped off her shirt, and this this is all this is happening when while well, Angus is still driving. You say he did. I mean, th- this is like the precursor to don't text and drive. <laughs> don't yeah, fucking don't rape, grab don't a rape titty and drive. and drive. Well, I do that all the time, but I'm not trying to kill Amy. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he he stopped. He he finally he finally pulled off the side of the road and everything. He and he was laughing at her as she's screaming. And she she almost got out, but he caught her. And he he tied her up, and he violently raped her. Same mo as before. And then then he then he dragged her out and he buried her. And it took almost two years to find her body. He actually say he's her. he's getting better because now he's hiding his bodies better. So. Well, we're we're gonna get to that. There's a method to his madness. All right. Well, you know, hey, most serial killers they they devolve. But actually, you're you're on the right track though. So the next victim, Hilda McCauley, she was a 36 year old divorcee. She was newly single. Her her husband was an abusive fuck, and, and a drunk and all that stuff. And she was ready to move on. As she should be. And she was a little chubby. There's nothing wrong with being a little chubby, man. Now her husband, the whole time he's just like, "Oh, you're you're such a fat fucking bitch and everything. You're never oh, going to get anybody Fuck better." And dude, blah blah blah. Fuck that dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish Angus had killed him. And you I know? Fuck that shit, dude. Whatever. Dude, I mean, I hate yeah. to sound I hate to sound like I'm a woke fucking asshole because I'm not, but no, that dude, that guy, that guy, women are that beautiful. Guy's a piece women of are beautiful because they come in all shapes and sizes, dude. Right. And that's just the end of it. That's the end of yeah. the story. But so, but okay, going back to what where I said, okay, you're on the right track about him changing his mo. Yeah. Yeah. The the first two were attractive, and this is something that came out, you know, that he admitted to in questioning. Yeah, he the first two were attractive. He threw. He threw one in the bushes, and and then he and then he he buried the others. Uh huh. The other one, and then now um, Hilda, she was fat according to him, 
and this was intentional as to not develop a pattern. Oh, see? That's why That's why I said it's like, okay, you're on the right track. You know, um, oh, all right, I got it. Fuck, am I a serial killer? <laughs> we, we've already talked about this. I'm not. You know, we've talked about this in previous episodes. <laughs> you're not that we know of. Yeah, that we know so, of. <laughs> so Hilda was going out on the town that night to meet a new decent man. She this was the Good first for her. fucking night. She was the, this was the first fucking night that she had really been out since you know since the divorce was over. Oh, this first night, first night that she'd been out in a long fucking time. Right on. Good for her. And she and she runs into this fuck. Yeah, not so good for her. This is probably one of the more. I mean, they're all heartbreaking, but this one's probably a little more because she, she thinks, she thinks that oh, I've, I've met you know this guy's awesome, you know. Uh, and like I said, yeah. he he, de- he developed a game, and I mean this. He is he was feeding a smoothie and like got her all buttered up. Yeah. Yeah. So they they flirted and kissed, and she asked if he wanted to to leave with her. Oh, somebody was horny. They left, and they walked to the camper van. Again. And she she thought the van was funny. And he's... <laughs> of course, because she wasn't <laughs> expecting anything other than to get fucked. Yeah, and she joked. She's like, oh, you're just going to take you know, take me to Lover's Lane, aren't you? And he's like, he's like, well, yeah, of course, baby. Isn't that what you want? Yeah. So this is where it gets bad. Of course. Um, they got they got there and Hilda being all horned up, she pounces on him. Good for her. Yeah, she she's no, she when I say pounce, I mean she's just like I I you're gonna fuck me and you're gonna fuck me right now. And it better be good, boy, I'm gonna squash your fucking face. <laughs> you know, I've I've been divorced and everything and I know that mindset. Uh-huh. It's just like you yeah, it's just like the first time you, the first time you get, yeah, the first time, the, it's just spit it out. Like, okay, I'm not, t- <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, t- I'm not tied to this fucking piece of shit anymore. I'm gonna freaking, you know, the, the the next person that I get into bed with, they're gonna get their world. Yeah, rocked. I'm gonna do what I fucking want, yeah. dude. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and that was her mindset. They made out and everything. He got her all fucking worked up, and then he just, out of nowhere, he just punched her hard uh, well you know he's a piece of shit so yeah and and he he literally beat her to death with his fist he didn't even have sex with her you know why because she was in his mind fat and not attractive no all right she wanted to she wanted oh, to have sex so therefore he didn't have sex see, with her. see i wouldn't have gone there i would have figured that you know when you said, like, trying to change his M.O., like, not going after attractive women all the time, so maybe he just wasn't attracted to her and couldn't get it up, so he just beat the piss out of her. No, he, she wanted sex, so he wasn't going to give her anything that she wanted. Yeah, uh, all right. Fucking asshole. Yeah. You could have at least boned her before you killed her, you know, let her go out happy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know what? That's not your thing, dude. You, you, you want to fuck people that don't want to fuck you, so I get it. Whatever. Right, he, he's a he's a rapist slash killer. So he just tossed her body to the side of the road, just like right on the shoulder. Yeah, you know, and her her body was found the very next day. Yeah, see, that's that's being that's getting a little careless. He's starting to get careless here, I think. 
Yeah, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. But the, but still, the the whole thing with the fucking camper van. Yeah, right. Yeah, people have got to be noticing, and the book doesn't really specify this, but the the but people have got to be noticing all these women that that disappear, getting into that fucking getting camper into a van. Camper van, yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, dude, somebody has to see this shit. It's not like this shit is just going on, and nobody, there's no witnesses. But I get it though. It's a different time. There's not the internet. There's not like all all the shit we have right. nowadays, which is like I mean, right. Even being older now, dude, like, the shit that we have nowadays, like, dude, if we'd had this shit back when we were young, dude, you know how many Amber Alerts would have been going out fucking, like, just day in oh, and no day kidding. out? No kidding. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. So, later, Angus and, you know, his wingman, piece <laughs> his of shit, wingman. brother, Gordon. Malcolm? Oh, they be- wrong, Angus. <laughs> 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 they, they began... Yeah, they 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 started bar crawl, crawling. They would start at like the end of the you know of the CD side and work their way, and they would finish their you know work their way through the bars, yeah. and then finish finish their night at the World's End Pub. Dude, we are or so good. World's End Bar. Well, that's what it's called now. It's Hell probably no, called are. the World's End Pub back then, but now it's World's End Bar, dude. And we are so going there. Hell yeah! Just, I mean, dude, and for another reason too. That movie, The World's End. That I think was like what the fuck was it? Was that a uh, Simon Pegg? I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it either. But uh, dude, it was like a zombie movie, and they started at that bar. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh wow! I think I saw that when I what? looked it up. But anyway, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know in a minute. I wonder if it was filmed at the on location. I'm sure it was, dude, because Simon Pegg's fucking Scottish, dude. He played fucking, yeah, he, he is Scottish. Scotty in the. <laughs> The Star Trek movies that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, he and he did it. He did a pretty good job, but so they, so one night they were at the World's End Pub. Yes, because they had struck out at every other bar al- along the strip, and they saw you know the World's End Pub was it was packed, and they uh, they saw two girls at a table that were sitting next to each other, and they. They asked if they could join them because the place was packed, and the, like, so they the girls agreed, and they struck up a conversation, and Angus never bothered to get the girls' names. <laughs> Sorry, it reminds me of a joke. <laughs> huh? Reminds me of a joke. Since we're talking, go about ahead. People, I know you want to. This guy's sitting at a bar, and he sees these two. Pleasantly plump women walk into the bar and they sit on the opposite side of the bar from him. And he goes, and he hears them talking and they have an accent, right? So he's like, Hey, are you ladies from England? And they go, It's Wales, you fuck. He goes, Okay, I'm sorry. Are you Wales from England? <laughs> are you Wales from England? I've heard that before. The girls were invited by Angus and Gordon to a party. And the party, of course, was where? In the camper van. Yep. <laughs> hey, I got one right booze. finally. <laughs> <laughs> the booze was flowing. I bet the titties were out. I bet it was a good fucking time. Yeah, and you know, Angus is driving them out of the city. And the the girls and th- these two girls are you know the the title the title of the book was um you know the the West End murder or the the West End. West 
Din girl, din 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 din. Um. Anyway, the the world's end murders. That that's that's what um that's what this is. Yeah. These are the the world's end murders that we're talking about now. Okay. Because you did say West End at the beginning, but I wasn't going to argue with you because I don't know. I don't uh, know this yeah. book. I said West End at the beginning when I when I was talking about the book. You did. Uh, double dumbass on me. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have a Star Trek Four Voyage Hope reference in there. <laughs> so the the girl, <laughs> the gr- <laughs> how long you been saving that one, bro? <laughs> it just I wasn't saving it; it just popped out. <laughs> but, but that was that was pretty dumbass though i'm sitting here like citing my source for the, the book that i used and i get the title of the book wrong you did you said it's <laughs> whatever it was and you said at the west end bar or whatever I, you said west end i'm like okay i don't know maybe they named the book wrong i wasn't gonna blame you but apparently i should have blamed you <laughs> no. that was yeah that was totally that was on me well, anyway moving on <laughs> oh god but Y'all don't listen to us for our, you know, perfect. Yeah, though it's it's, it's only edited perfect. You know, you should like dude, if you heard that. <laughs> well, it's not even perfect after it's edited. Yeah, sometimes it's not. But <laughs> I do my best. The girls were drunk, and and then Angus stopped on a dark road. Of course, as Angus does, and he says. Now, which of you lovely ladies wants to go first? <laughs> stop, stop. Just I stop with was, the accent, I, dude. You ain't got it. Okay. It's it's not working tonight. <laughs> no, it's not working tonight. <laughs> it works sometimes. It works, it works most of the times, but not yeah, tonight. Yeah, not tonight. It ain't working, bro. The girls are giggling, and Angus flips out. And, and then he, he yells, which one of you cunts wants to fuck first? Gordon is spooked. The girls tried to get out, and Angus grabbed one of them and tossed her onto the floor of the of the camper van. Gordon freaked when Angus pulled a rope out of his pocket, realizing that Angus had planned all of this ahead of time. Uh-huh. So he so he tied one of the girls up, and he told Gordon to do her. Gordon raped her while Angus raped and pummeled the other one he then and he's 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 just like he's raping and beating the shit out you know like like he did with the the last victim yeah except this time he's escalating he's he's raping while just like bludgeoning oh so instead of just choking this one while he's raping her he's pounding the fuck out okay right yeah the his his last his last victim you know the the one where you just beat the shit out of and didn't even read Yeah, well, because she wanted to fuck. Girl. Yeah, I got you. So now he's mixing the two. Right. So then then he ordered Gordon to swap girls. Yeah, and he, he raped and pummeled the other one to death and then dragged her out of the van uh. and just dumped her. He Then he tells Gordon that Gordon has to prove that he's loyal. Oh, boy. Here we go. So Angus says that they need to take the girl far away, and Gordon agrees, and he's just like, I've never done anything like this before in my life. Angus says, don't worry, I'll finish her off. 
Yeah, I'm not a complete bastard. <laughs> yeah, God, he, Jesus. He he can see he can see Gordon shaking. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Angus. He's he's a nice guy. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's not gonna. Yeah, Gordon's shaking and everything. So it's like, don't worry, I'll I'll, I'll kill her. Yeah, you don't. I'm not gonna make you kill this one, but you have to prove yourself to me eventually, here, boy. But because I'm a nice guy, I'll just take care yeah. of it. He's a nice guy so, from a nice family. Gordon says he won't tell. He's like, I won't. I won't say a word. And, oh, and Angus, and Angus, being the nice guy that he is, says, "Of course you weren't. Uh, of course you won't tell. You're an accessory to murder." Yeah, dude. It's been my experience with like murder movies and just like books and all, all this kind of stuff. That like when the person says that they won't tell. They're going to tell. They're going to tell. And that's what usually gets them killed straight out the gate. But, you know, he did say, he did say, it's like, of course you're not going to tell anybody. You're an accessory to murder. Yeah. Which basically is like, if you rat on me, hey, you were there you too, were there bitch. You were there too, yeah. You're just as fucked as I am, so keep your cock holster shut. Yeah. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the girl in the back of the van Here's this entire conversation. You can only imagine. I can only imagine what's going through her head at this oh, point. Oh no, shit, dude! God, I can't even. It's one thing to be murdered. Yeah. Well, and which I hope I never realize. You know, I never find out what that's about. But it's got to be something completely different and a hundred times more terrifying to hear the people who are g- going to kill you talking about killing you oh yes totally dude for sure it's like dude what do you do i mean god dude i mean they've already killed her they've already both girls have already been raped both girls got but the the one but the one one of them left is the one that was tied up right right yeah so dude she can't do nothing dude she's tied up in the back of this fucking van just like fuck and even if even if she managed to get you know to to get free, which some of these victims in in, in these cases and everything, some of them do get free. But she what's she gonna, gonna go? do? They're in a moving vehicle. They're in a moving vehicle with two, you know, with with two sick fuck. It, it's just like you you, she's fucked. Well, one 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 truly sick fuck, and one guy that was just kind of along for the ride, but. Right. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like this Gordon guy was just kind of along for the ride, kind of like maybe he was a little rapey, but he wasn't murder. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, and being rapey is not a good thing either. That doesn't exonerate no, him at but, one bit. But, but there's, there's, there's a big difference between a rapist and a sadistic killer. Yeah, exactly, dude. And I don't think I don't think Gordon signed up for that. And but it's still though, he's still in the wrong. I mean, he's still a piece of shit too, but right. I don't think that Not to mention not not to mention he betrayed his sister. Yeah. I just don't think Gordon you know, I mean, Gordon knew I don't think Gordon knew what he was getting into, but I mean that doesn't excuse his fucking behavior one bit. Not at all. Not at all. So Angus chokes the girl out. And then both men together toss her into a field, and then they drive away. The next victim, Agnes Clo- Agnes Cooney. Oh, Agnes thirty-year-old, really close to Angus. Just flip two letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hate to I hate to laugh, but some of these things are 
some of these names are just too convenient. I know, right? It's just whatever makes it's me makes me wonder makes me wonder if some of the names, like in the disclaimer, if some of the names are changed. I bet they were. I bet that's part of the disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. But anyway, but moving on. What's in the book is Ag Agnes Cooney. She's a 30-year-old nurse, and yeah, and at this point, I'm I'm not going to go into the gory details and everything. We're just going to wrap it up. Um, you know, it's the, the same mo: flirt, drinks, ride home in the camper van. She she had passed out. He he tied her up and he, he raped her and he beat the crap out of her, and you know because and she wasn't doing anything for him. Uh. <laughs> it's like I've had I've I've had some I've been with some women that just they were just boring and just kind of laid there and did nothing. Yeah. It didn't make me want to kill them. No. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. We we've all had at least one person like that in our lives, no matter what. With either side, either way. Yeah. So he started toying with her with a knife, like little little stabs and everything. Her her shrieks excited him, and then finally he he stabbed her to death while raping her. Yeah, he he got he and then he actually gets pissed because of all the fucking blood in the van. Well, dude, because really, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, seriously, I know. Yeah, so so he he tossed her out and drove away. And at this point, he is like, as far as he's concerned, he is invincible. He is untouchable, like we were talking about earlier. Yes. But now it's just like, so he he goes and he, you know, he, he cleans the he he cleans his he cleans his truck out and everything. He cleans the van out. But Mary Gallagher was the next victim. She was 17 years old, and he saw her walking down the street. He walked up behind her with a knife and told her to go quietly or he would kill her right there. He went to a deserted construction site, and he told her to strip. She did, and then he pounced on her, but she fought him. She fought him hard. Nice. She fought him well. Out on the plane, she gave him hell. Um, he, he's, she's hitting him. Hitting him and scratching him and everything, but he 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 did rape her anyway. Well, you know, yeah, of I mean, course you know, he's a little stubby guy, dude. They fight hard. The, the short guys fucking try harder, dude. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, but but she she was petite too. I mean, she was like probably like five foot one. So okay, so not so not much taller wet. than him. <laughs> well, dude, I don't know. Did they ever say how tall he was? Because you know, he said his growth was stunning, so I didn't picture him being more than like yeah, he's like five five. Yeah, that that's about it. He's five 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 six. But um, yeah, she was screaming as she fought him, and and Angus got scared because she might attract attention because he's doing it out in the open. Oh, he broke his code. Yeah, she he did. She clawed at his eyes, and he grabbed her. He grabbed her pants, and he he used them as a garrote to strangle her. Yeah, and he's and he's violently raping her all that time. Uh, but all that time, she's still fucking fighting. She's fighting with everything that she's got. Of course, her father taught her well. And finally, he he, he stabbed her to death, and he 
left and he he left her there and ran off. Yeah. <clears throat> After that, Angus was too scared to abduct another woman. So he he had bought a, a handgun, which illegal. So now we're gonna go into a deeper ring ring of hell. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! We're already on like fucking three. <laughs> we're going down to four. No, it goes the other way. It starts at nine and goes down. We're already at three, dude. There's only like two and one <laughs> left. In well, my opinion, he would. Um, he brought the ice the ice cream truck out again. Oh God, no! Fuck me. And whenever he could, he would, you know, he would rape young girls, and he did this to a lot of girls. And in questioning. Yeah, there's like, okay, well, how many little girls did you rape? And he said it was between 50 and 500. Okay, that's just bragging, I would think. But, dude, the way that dude is, like, from what everything I've heard about you, what you've told me about this guy, that's probably not bragging. No, there there was like a, a, a rash of, you know, that there, there. Oh, when he got the ice cream truck out a, again, yeah, dude, I'm sure there was a fucking rash. Yeah, there were there was like a, <laughs> and I don't mean it like there that. Was a, there mean, was I'm a, sure there was a, an increase, a rash in of fucking, rapes. Yeah, oh dude, that fucking just fucking sickens me. Yeah, though. he he would even he would even dress in drag and makeup to look to make himself look like a woman, to to make himself more, more more freaking you know because he's 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 small. Yeah, and everything. No, I get it. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? If you were tiny like that, you could pull it off? Of course. Yeah. So he he had also doubled down with his porn photos of, of girls and, and women. and But he got into an argument with the pornographer over money. All right. Well, technically, he's the pornographer, but... No, but the, 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 the guy that he had a, a agreement with, a distribution agreement with, he... His distributor. Yeah. 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 They, you know, he, he was the one putting it out. Yeah. It's like on putting it out, like on the, on the black market or whatever you want, whatever it was called. Yeah. And, um, and he wound up beating the guy to death with his camera. Oh shit. He killed a guy. Yeah. So remember when I said earlier in the episode that, um, that, yeah, the, all, all of these flat buildings and everything were like, Fire hazards. Yeah, he set fire to the building. What that he lived in? That, no, the that his his distributor. Oh, lived okay. In. So he said the yeah, one, okay. the guy I that he you. killed. Yeah, yeah. So, so he he got away with the murder of that guy. Arson for hire. Oh wait, we already covered that one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> in 1980. The police came with a uh, with an arrest warrant. 1980. The police was, was it Sting? <laughs> Dude, I am trying to put music <laughs> shit into this so people will fucking listen to it. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he told the cop, "Don't stand so close to me." I'm sure he did. <laughs> and the cop went, the "Dude, every warrant. breath you take, every move you make." But they weren't watching him. You know yeah, why? I know. Because the um, the, the arrest warrant wasn't op- about any of these rapes or murders or anything like that. It was o- over the the gun that Angus had bought. Oh my god! 
the guy that sold it to him, he was like an arms, you know, an illegal arms dealer, and he gave up his client list for a reduced sentence. Oh, well, of course he did, because that's what you do when you're a fucking street punk selling illegal guns. You fucking give up your shit, dude. Yeah. So Angus got six months. Oh, that's it? And while for buying he was, an illegal firearm, yeah, he only gets six months. You're right. So, and ironically enough, while he was in jail, the rapes of all the girls stopped. Gee. Hmm. hmm. That had to be just coincidence, yeah, right? Coincidence, yeah. He was released, and in 1982, he tried to, he tried to get a seven-year-old girl, but she got away. And, you know, shortly after that, he got a six-year-old girl, and he raped her. And, But she was able to file a report with a description. This girl was on point. Wait, how did he let her go? Yeah. How uh-huh. did he let her go? Didn't he learn? I thought he learned his lesson and didn't let him go. Well, you can't rationalize these fucking sick fucks minds or whatever. He had been raping a lot, but he he wasn't killing them because the bodies would pile up and that would back, that would that know, be witnesses, more likely. Though, dude, that's just dumb, dude. I mean, he forgot his first. Fucking but he's wearing arrow. he's wearing a disguise though. Yeah, he's 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 dressed in drag and all that stuff. Oh yeah, but what is okay? So eighty two, he was born in what did you say forty five? Forty five. So that makes him what? Eighty five. Almost forty. Almost forty. So yeah, it's like what thirty seven. Yeah. All right, he yeah. could probably still be getting away with some shit. He's not that old yet. But, but yeah, but he he was doing it you know with the ice cream truck and everything. He was doing it with. To a lot of girls and all that and all that stuff. So she was, you know, the the girl was able to file a report with a des- description. Another girl came forward too. Once that went out, yeah, and all of a sudden, like twelve girls picked Angus out of a photo lineup. Fuck yeah! Now we're getting to the good part of the story. <laughs> yeah, we are. There's only a page and a half left okay. in my notes. <laughs> so he was um, he was arrested, and his wife Sarah was um, was there when he got arrested, and he wasn't able to lie his way out of this one. You know, Sarah knew the truth, and he tried to lie, but she told him to admit it rather than dragging them kitties into court, and then she called him a coward. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah! Goddamn right. <laughs> I bet he didn't take that too so, well, though. No, he confessed. Really? She called him a coward, and he didn't, like... Oh, wait, he was already arrested, though. He didn't have a choice. Right. Yeah, that that was like a between-the-glass conversation, <laughs> you know? So Angus confessed. So he he said he had no idea how, how many... um How many he had raped and everything, and... And he's he just he tells the police to start showing him photos and he'll he'll just say yes or no. Oh God! So he was he was sentenced to life, no parole, and he was at Peterhead Prison in Scotland. <laughs> Excuse and me, wait, Sarah, Sarah, Peterhead, <laughs> Peterhead, what prison? <laughs> Peterhead. <laughs> that 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 can't be a real thing. It is Peterhead Prison. It's in the book. Sarah never spoke to Angus again. Well, I would hope and not. Good on her. 
But you know what else? Uh-oh. She didn't even file for divorce. Uh, She's just like, fuck this guy. She's just like, fuck this guy. I don't even want to. I don't even want to see him in court to divorce his ass. Well, dude, he was already in jail, right? She might not yeah. have had to see him. Dude, I'm sure the lawyers could have done it all fucking like behind the scenes. Uh, she just, she just wanted to be done with him. Later, DNA started being tested and linking Angus to the the murders, all of the murders, which were cold cases at that point. Because he had literally gotten away with all of the murders, it was the oh yeah, it was the kid diddling that that did him in because these because these freaking rock star awesome badass kid you know badass little girls they came forward and they testified against him in court you know good on you girls <laughs> so fuck yeah twelve of them, of them too, dude. that's that's <laughs> fucking awesome. They all they they probably all got together at the schoolyard like, are we gonna fuck this guy up or what? So I mean it's 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 just like okay good on these girls and everything but you gotta recognize the parents, of the, these parents were freaking rock oh, stars yeah. too, because it's just it's just like so, sometimes it's like we, you know it, it's it's tragic but it does happen you know sometimes you know par- you know a, a child will say oh okay somebody's doing things with me that they're not supposed to and the parents would be like. Ah, shut up. You're just making things up. So good on these parents, uh-huh. too. Due to DNA, he was convicted of Mary Gallagher's... Or I said Gallagher. It's not Gallagher. It's Gallagher. Gallagher. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, just for clarity, we got to get the victim's names right. Mm-hmm. But Gallagher looks a lot yes, like Gallagher. Especially with your fucking but, shitty handwriting. <laughs> so the DNA was also used to ID the um, the World's End murder, and it turns out no. that yeah. So it turns out that it was um, Christine Eadley and Helen Scott were their names. In 2007, Angus was tried for the for the World's 2007? End. 2007. Holy fuck! Well, it takes it took it takes a while. You know, when you've got a cold case like that from you know something that happened in the 80s and everything, it takes a while for them to catch up with that stuff. So, now, this part is interesting, okay? Uh-huh. You know, we know what double jeopardy is. Oh, yeah. Double double jeopardy means you can't be tried for the same... Twice. You same. can't be tried for the same murder twice. Now, it was allowed in this because he had been found innocent of a couple of the murders. But later on, damning DNA evidence proved that he had done it. So, so therefore, they, so he was put back on trial for, you know, for those murders and everything, and he was found guilty. Well, good. He should have been. Yeah. And, and you know what? And that, that, that brings up like a, like a whole can of worms. It's, just, it's like, okay, double jeopardy is one thing. But if you're found innocent of a, of a murder, but then later on, DNA proves that you, that you did actually it? did do it. That's not double jeopardy anymore. Yeah. That's. That's information they no. should have had back when the first time they tried you. So fuck you, you're fucked. In my opinion. Exactly. In 2014, he was found guilty of all of the murders that he did. Yes. Because there was there was DNA, there was DNA found, and then he was eligible. He's going to be eligible for parole. Wait, just the murders? Not, when not he any is... of the rapes, like all these little fucking children that he raped. Well, he he. 
He was already convicted of them. The 12 girls oh, that came shit, forward. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. My bad. Yeah, he was already right. convicted. Though that's what got but him into now jail. He's, okay, now I'm he's sorry, convicted. I'm, I forgot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's been a long yeah. one. <laughs> but he'll be eligible for parole at the ripe old age of 106. Are you ready for the payoff? Fuck yeah, let's get to the fucking payoffs. He's still alive. No, see, that's he a lot of payoff. Hold on. No, it's, it, it's a payoff. No, it is He's isn't. still alive. He, he can't walk. He's had a series of stroke. He can't even clean himself or change his clothes. And, yeah, he he's he has to have his ass wiped for him. Well, then, see, he's and, perfect. He's the perfect example of fucking just euthanize the motherfucker, dude. He can't do anything. Fucking kill him. Well, one thing we like to do on this podcast is like, okay, should it have been death or is life in prison better? And I think in his case, life in prison is better. No, it isn't, dude. Because, dude, if he's had if he's had strokes he's, and he's he can't a, even he's take a, care he's of himself, total... he doesn't even know where he is, dude. The point is that no, he knows where he is, dude. As soon as he had the stroke, they should have fucking just fucking jabbed him with a lethal injection and fucking killed him, dude. Because he doesn't know where he is now. He doesn't but, know what he's doing. He doesn't know why he is where he is. You know what I mean, dude? No, I don't agree with you on this one. This one, no, they should have fucking killed him, but, fucking straight out the gate. Okay, all right. Because, dude, I mean, dude, okay. he's a fucking vegetable living on taxpayer dollars. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, you're dude. right. He doesn't you're know right. where okay. it is. All right. Yeah. I mean, dude, and dude, right. unless they they're doing they like just... a fucking uh, Kill Bill thing on him and letting the fucking inmates come in there and have their fun with him while he's unconscious. <laughs> you know, dude? I mean, okay, but, if, if that's no, what's you're, going on, you're right. then yes, they should have kept, then yeah, keep his fucking corpse ass alive. But other than that, no, dude, he should have fucking I been agree. executed. I agree. Like straight out the fucking gate. I I I agree. You you've actually turned you've actually turned my opinion on this one. Yeah, I agree because he's he's basically yeah. an invalid at this point. But the thing is, but the thing is, is he was so obsessed with power over his victims and everything, and he can't even wipe yeah, his own ass. No, now. I get that. But I'm 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 sure there are, you know, many many more murders that that he did, and. There's a handful of unsolved murders by a character named Bible John that some people some people speculate that you know it's like nobody knows who Bible John is you know kind of like Jack the Ripper but um but some people speculate that some of you know the Bible John didn't exist and that some of his murders were done by Angus and another serial killer that was working at the same time named Peter Tobin. And I'm sure we'll cover him at some point as well. I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to, not going to cover Bible John because, yeah. you know, unsolved, Dude, are we, we going to do whatever H-H we don't do? Yeah, we'll do HH. HH was not Jack the Ripper. Oh, dude, that's not what the TV show I watch says. <laughs> <laughs> no, HH was not Jack. The, oh, dude, the timing was perfect, though. <laughs> dude, I mean, it's a perfect fucking storm of fucking coincidental evidence. <laughs> now we'll we'll have to when we do HH. I'm 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 ready because I know that you I know that you're on the on 
the mind. Oh yeah, dude, I'm, that, I'm definitely on the. I'm Jack definitely the on HH's Jack the Ripper team, for sure. So if we if we if we do that episode, I'm gonna have to do a lot of fucking research to change your mind. <laughs> but anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, that that episode's gonna take me a long no, no, time yeah, to, dude. to put this together. This is gonna be like years from now. If we're both, if both of us are still alive in like two, three years, then we'll fucking do it. <laughs> so, oh man, what did you think about that? About this piece of shit? <laughs> I fucking hate him. Fucking hate him, dude. <laughs> Anybody that messes with children just doesn't deserve to live. Yeah. Definitely the most deprived, de- deprived, depraved piece of shit that we've covered so far. Yes, indeed. There's a special place in hell for him. If he's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> Unless it's Angus Sinclair. <laughs> or Angus Young, because, you know. He's not crap. Oh, really, dude? Come on. You like ACDC? <laughs> Just, uh, dude, I'm I don't dis- I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm fucking with you. I don't dislike ACDC. Dude, I'm trying to start. I'm trying to start a Twitter war here because I just said ACDC was crap. <laughs> All right. So, no, ACDC is not crap. I love ACDC. I'm just fucking kidding. Anyway, wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Um, you know, you can you can find on our our social, my music, Todd's band, um, and all all of our episodes on the the website link that yes. we're going to post on our, our website and we're going to do that. And you know what, um, Todd, tell them about your band and what you're going to do for. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm in a band. We play like eighties, like pop music, kind of little more rock, rocked out style, but eighties pop. We have a Facebook page. We are retroactive days. D a Z E. And I believe there's a hyphen in there somewhere, but whatever. <laughs> you'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. Um, we have our schedule. Oh, there'll be a, our schedule. There'll be a link print- to it. Yeah, there'll be a link to it too. But our schedule is printed up on the Facebook page. If for whatever reason you, if you're here in the area of Bavard County, Florida, which I lovingly call the venereal wart on America's wang. <laughs> if you're ever in Bavard County on vacation for whatever reason and you like you check our schedule for playing somewhere near where you are, come out and see us. Come up and see me. Say, hey, I listen to your podcast. I'll buy you a beer and we can hang out and bullshit and have a good time. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just I mean, they're they're good. I've seen them, and yeah, I, I was yeah right. Gonna I was gonna stand in. I was gonna stand in for for them. When I had to take a break, we'll just put it that way. Yeah, he had to take a break. I was gonna stand in and, and fill in on bass for for them. Then I fucking got COVID. <laughs> and so. that just sucks. Because I yeah. had COVID too, and I had to miss. I had to fucking dip out on a couple shows because I had it too. God damn it. But you know what? It, yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. So I'm anyway. still here. I didn't die. So fuck off with your <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Until next week and next week will be 
finally, the long-awaited Joseph Paul Franklin Albatross episode. <laughs> that, if you're lucky. <laughs> oh, God, I, I swear, I, I swear if you don't have it ready, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. Do you know how many guns I fucking have? Come on. <laughs> but anyway, until next week, later. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>